Optimum Vobis presents Lighthearted Leadership with Dr. Lizette Warner. I'm Lizette Warner, scientist, leader, mom, executive coach to busy professionals, and I'm your podcast host. I'm here to bring you a lighthearted perspective to the latest leadership news and trends that can help you boost your health, your career, and level up your impact. On today's show, we're going to explore how to say no without actually saying no. How cool is that? That's right. On today's magic show, we're going to be pulling out invisible rabbits out of the proverbial magic hat because these are going to be invisible no's, N-O, no's that you can start to have by the end of this show today. And all I'll require for this little magic trick is your attention and imagination as we discover ways to elevate your ability to say no without actually saying no. That's right, folks. That and more on today's episode of Lighthearted Leadership with Lizette. Welcome. Hello, my lighthearted friends. Thanks for joining magical episode number eight. The one where I'm going to teach you a magic trick of how to say no without actually saying no. In today's show, we're going to talk about ways that you can defer from taking on additional work because that's what's ha- what happens sometimes when you say yes or when you don't give the no the N-O in this case. So in today's show, we're going to talk about ways that you can can say your no without actually saying no. And as always, we're going to have fun while picking up some valuable ways of expressing your N-O, your no. And additionally, no one ever needs to know, (laughs) K-N-O-W. No one ever needs to be aware that you just said no. How cool is that? There is a wisdom worksheet, actually worksheets, <laughs> that, that's going to go beyond the show. And, and what I mean by that is it's going to summarize some of the techniques and give you direct examples, more than what I'll have time to get through today. So it's going to give you direct examples how you can use these techniques when searching for your own note. So check out the Patreon show site to download your wisdom worksheets. You're going to want um, the intuitive wisdom or above level in order to be able to download those worksheets. And they're right up there on Patreon. Check out the episode um, links because that's going to be in there. If this is your first time joining us, stick around. I hope you like what you hear. A few words of show wisdom for you. As usual, I talk about a little bit of show wisdom and then I give you some show wisdom and then I'm giving you some wisdom worksheets as well. So I post any of the articles as links in the show notes. And I suppose I should tell you kind of where you should find the show notes because they're at lightheartedleadership.com. Just look there and you'll be able to find them. Any additional resources, like I just said, the wisdom nuggets, wisdom worksheets, and some of the complimentary stuff is available for you on Patreon. So that link is in the episode notes as well. So just go head on over there and say hi, join our community. Happy to have you. Anything I say today and as usual, I never know what's going to come out of my mouth. (laughs) So, but anything I say, it's for your learning, for your laughter and 
for your magical development of your lighthearted leadership muscles, because that's what we do here. We're working out today. Any muscle strains that you experience in exercising those muscles, those lighthearted leadership muscles, they're, they're really to be expected, really, and, and actually best addressed by your magical personal trainer or executive coach. Take your pick. I'm Dr. Lizette Warner, your lighthearted leadership executive coach here, and your host for today's episode as we explore how to refrain from saying yes, right? How to, how to, when you're in those situations, how you can speak your no, instead of saying something like a yes, or maybe, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And we're going to do this in extraordinary ways, right? We're going to level up your ability to say no. We're going to end our little magic show today with a few ways that you can start to exercise so that you can level up your no and o clause statements that you make. All right, welcome to Lighthearted Leadership and this show all about how to say no firmly, directly, and feel super great about it. And before you think that, okay, we're going to spend time today simply practicing different inflection points, like hold your, you know, stand up straight and say no, no, like we're not going to do that, folks. We're not going to work on breathing techniques. I'm not, I'm not going to have you standing up or sitting down saying no in different ways. Instead, we're going to work your, your no muscles in different, in different ways. So it seems there's, there are more than a few people who end up saying yes, when really what they want to say is no. And what happens is, is there are others really who struggle to say a firm no and end up feeling the almighty weight of uttering those two letters, two little itty bitty letters, but we just can't get them out and no judgment, no judgment here. There's never judgment on this show. So if that's you, stick around. We're, we're, today's show's for you. And even if you can say no, actually, <laughs> if you, saying no is super easy for you, stick around too, <laughs> because you're going to want some of these exercise techniques it's, it's, that will help you say no without saying no. If you struggle with ways, you know, to say other things than yes, and maybe at work, you might be like some of my coaching clients. Saying no can cause people quite a few emotions and even stress. And before you ask, yes, even at the executive level, especially at the executive level, just like people are people, it is tough sometimes to say no. And for some people saying no comes real easy. We're going to talk about them too. But it's at every level of the organization. So don't think just because, okay, it, a CEO, somebody in the C-suite can say no, no, <laughs> it, it is not typically that easy for people to say no. And so that's what we're going to explore on today's show. So some people barrel right through the no, so they barrel right through it, totally unprepared and kind of without that confidence. And others really don't give it a moment's notice. It rolls right off the tongue without even thinking, no, you can't have that. No, you can't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> right. And, and let's talk about those people first, because for those people, and I hate saying those people, but for the people where saying no is just like, just rolls right off the tongue. I'm going to give you guys an example really close to home, because for my husband saying no, like it's as common as asking about the weather. And he also comes across 
quite gruff. Like, it's a little rough. So for for others, you know, there aren't any other options than, than like a hard yes or a hard no. Saying Saying no can affect you, your body, your stress response. And it also has a strong effect for those where, you know, who are hearing the no. How's that for a little English lesson? If you're joining us from, from Finland, France, or Germany, we're, we're on several countries now, folks. We've got a bit of an international audience here on Lighthearted Leadership, including Ireland and the UK. So welcome. Glad to have you. If you want to avoid being seen as this sort of Oscar the Grouch or somebody who just comes across and no, I want to give you a few ways that you can try to explore the next time you want to say a no. And we're going to get there. What we, what we haven't addressed yet, and that example that I gave you, you know, previously is we didn't really talk yet about the, the people who can barrel right through a no, but, but lacking the confidence, right? You just sort of say no, hoping nobody hears you or just, you know, or let, let's say no, and I'm going to appear confident, but really inside, you know, for others on the outside, it looks like, oh, it looks like a confident expression, but inwardly, you know, you're, you're caving under pressure. Like it feels like you're having an earthquake inside. It's filling you with, with stress and anxiety. And, and all that is to say that saying no, N-O, can cause you internal struggle. It can, it can cause some external struggles as well. If, if saying no causes you to have anxiety or worry about offending people, or you know what, you're just going to take on the extra work because you just, you just want to hold, avoid the whole situation of saying no. Or, you know, you might be under the situation that, that it's causing you stress over how to answer. Or maybe saying that no causes you to think that, oh my gosh, I'm my parent now. <laughs> you know? So that's you. I've got a few ways that you could try to play around with in your life. Ways that you can expand, expand those, those muscles in a, a somewhat of a lighthearted manner too. There, and actually while we're on that, that topic of, you know, playing around with this in, in your life, these are great parenting hacks as well. You know, CEOs, busy professionals, haha, they're parents too. So what works well at work generally works well at home with a few modifications and vice versa. What works well at home may work well in the workplace, again, with a few modifications. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things that, that my clients end up finding out in coaching is that if you come to coaching, what happens is that really transformation happens and you may come because of a topic at work, something that you want to bring from the workplace. And what ends up happening is transformation and it affects every part of your life really in a good way. So in, in talking about those ways, I really want to get to the techniques that we talk about. But but while we're here, you know, as a lighthearted coach to busy healthcare execs and clinicians, and as a busy professional myself, one of the things I struggle with was taking notes and organizing my notes. You know, when I used to travel before, prior to COVID, so I would be in the situation where I forgot my notebook or I brought the wrong notebook, which was really fun to try and take notes on and, and trying to keep myself organized. 
Or I was in taking notes on my laptop, but then guess what? We go into an area where, aha, laptops are not allowed. <laughs> so that's fun. And because everything is digital these days, I couldn't find a process that really worked well for me until I got Rocketbook. So the thing is, there's something concrete about writing down your wisdom. Putting pen to paper helps me, I know it helps some of my clients, solidify my findings. It lets me write something down that maybe I want to forget it. Like, oh, that's a negative thought. I Let, let me erase that, right? So it lets me write it down, lets me go, whoosh, it's there, it's gone, just like that, right? And it serves as a symbolic message, really. So there, there was a way that I could have both the digital and the paper, and that's with Rocketbook. Rocketbook gives me the tactile paper and the pen, lets me digitally capture those notes and send them to myself, to others, as a PDF, as text, and I can erase the notes with water so I can capture more notes. I love Rocketbook so much that I give them to each of my executive coaching clients. If you want to grab your own Rocketbook discount, see the link in the episode um, and the show notes for my discount link. Take advantage of that as a gift for yourself or for someone else. All right, so back to, we'll continue on these ways after that, that little diversion there. So as this is my my show, you guys know I like giving gifts to you. And now it's time for me to share some of that wisdom with you on how to say no without saying the no. And the first is going to, I have several categories. And the first category is going to fall under this concept of, mm, I'm interested, but I'm not going to ever sleep like ever in my life if I agree to say this, right? So that's the first category of, of topics here. And what you can say in this particular case, if that, if it falls under there, so there are a few categories, but this is the first one we're going to address. And it might be a, a something like this. So this might be something you could say, you go, wow, that's a really great project. And I can't get to it until next quarter, next year, after I rearrange my sock drawer, or until hell freezes over. But no need to mince words here, right? <laughs> like just expressing that, yeah, this is a really great project. I can see why you're coming to me, but mm, really overloaded, right? Use this one when you're you're pressed for time and, and guys don't don't put in there about the sock drawer like <laughs> that that was just for added effect here so just leave that part out but use this one when you're pressed for time if you're or if taking on one more thing is going to make you lash out irrationally to the grocery store person when they ask you if you're paying by cash or card right use that one as a way to to help really it helps them know whoever's been asking you it helps them understand that okay you're you're interested and this is a good project it confirms that that it's this is a, this is a good initiative it's just not a good fit right now so the shorter version of that is good initiative wrong fit you know gotta go <laughs> I'm late the other category is this bored. <laughs> right? It, it's in your area, but you've done this like 8 million times already. And as you grow, what can happen is people come to you, right? They come to you for those things that you've done so well. Why? Because you've done them so well and they want you to do it again. However, if you keep, you know, if you keep doing the same things, you're not learning anything new and maybe neither is anybody else. 
So this can quickly turn repetitive. And I've seen this, you know, become a source of frustration for people and also a bit of an energy suck for you. Like it just pulls all the energy out of you. Why? Because you've done this so many times. Like you could do this in your sleep and you need to sleep, right? So you could consider instead to, to mentor somebody else so that you both win in this particular scenario. So here's, here's an example response for this one. You might go, hmm, I see where this would be a good fit for me. And I wonder who could we engage so that I could serve more as a, as a mentor. I could be, I could be a mentor for someone in this. Who would that be? You know, and just leave it at that. What's important here is that you haven't, you haven't absorbed anything. You haven't taken it. You haven't said, yep, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You're the ownership of this is still with the requester. It's still with, let's find the person who this can land on. And I will serve in a, a capacity, right? The, the third category falls under brainstorming. You can help them brainstorm alternatives. So here are a few options that it really with brainstorming, it helps people and it, really this also helps organizations broaden their focus, helps you broaden your focus too, together with whoever's coming to you for this, right? And you broaden in a way where you can discover together, one, is this a topic that needs doing? And if it is, then how should we go about doing it? And the response for this one might be something like this. All right, what what do others on the team think are options for this? You know, what are, what are some other ways that we could do this? That starts to open the door for what else is possible? You know, what 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 else might be there that we haven't looked at yet? And that one's handy for for working with the requester and it helps them expand their thinking. But you know what? You're doing that together. You're expanding their thinking and yours together. It says on the one hand, you're not available to take this on and you're doing that without saying no. And you're going to help them point them to the right person or the right solution. The key here really, as I said, is not to own the next step or then that next part of the solution. You're helping the both of you walk away better, changed and energized by this encounter that you just had. And then the, the other category that I have for you for these techniques is it falls under the category of help me help you, right? And this is the case where, you know what, there really are times when there aren't any more options, right? There's nothing more that you can brainstorm there. There's nobody else who can be engaged. And yet you still can't take this on for whatever reason that might be. And where when everything else has failed. Here's an idea. Take this, make this your own. But what the concept here is, you know, express your appreciation, give some advice, a piece of suggestion, or a very, very small commitment from your part of what could you do towards this to take it a step further. That in that way, you know, they're walking away with, okay, yep, I got something, got some appreciation out of this. You've given some advice or suggestion or one very, very small piece that you could do. All right. Today, 
we talked about ways that you can decline or say your no without actually saying no. I gave you four categories and also a few examples of ways that you can support those around you as you work with them to answer your truth, which in this case is a no in a way that honors both of you. You may notice I used appreciation. You may also notice I used lightheartedness. Now remember that lightheartedness doesn't mean silly or laughing, but with a lightness, with a playfulness, and with creativity. Did you notice the creativity in some of these examples? If you want the wisdom worksheets where I give you more concrete examples of everything I just covered, head on over to Patreon. The link is in the episode description. What have you learned? What have you learned today about yourself? How do you want to start applying that learning? Now, if you like the show, I'm going to recommend and suggest to you follow the show at lightheartedleadership.com. I cover topics plaguing busy people and leaders in a simple and lighthearted way. Can I help you explore ways that you can strengthen your leadership muscles? Join us next time where we'll continue this lighthearted discussion. If you like the show, I'll encourage you to follow us. Stay light, my lighthearted friends, and we'll see you next time. All right, my lighthearted friends. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Join me next time for a lighthearted look at how you can elevate. You have been listening to Optimum Vobis Presents Lighthearted Leadership with Dr. Lizette Warner. Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights won't stop for traffic lights And I, I really wanna know, really wanna know If I, let me figure out where the road goes Even if I'm falling down, I will keep on searching for my highs Say I lost my mind I will keep on holding my head high Even if the sky is falling down